Hello, and welcome to the Natterpod, with Richard Vobes and Richard Suggett. Hello, Richard. Hello, Richard. This is an occasional podcast that we do under the banner of the Bald Explorer, but it is just a, a freehand podcast. Freehand? Freestyle. Freestyle, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the sort of thing. Sounded like we're down with the kids there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we are down with the kids, some of us more so than others, maybe. Or maybe it's the other way around, some of us not so. Anyway... Whatever. Um, we were in my kitchen having a, a cooking session just a few minutes ago. And as we were preparing the food, we were just nattering. As we do. As indeed we do. Uh, on topics of all descriptions. Actually, for once, we got off of po- podcasting and videoing. We and, did, didn't we? <laughs> um, and then we, we broached a subject and I said to Richard, hey, this could be good for a, a natterpod. Yes, because I'm sure a lot of people will have a similar, um, a, well, not a similar opinion, but they'll have an opinion. I think they'll voice their opinions, and that's what we want to hear, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um, let's see, how do we broach the subject then? Well, we were discussing certain groups and... Societies? Societies. Um, and it's... It came about from a moan that I've had recently about a certain thing that I attended, and I was one of the youngest people there by far. Now, that that's not really the main issue. For me, the issue is why wasn't this said event attracting a younger audience? Yes. And that's got us... Just debating quite a bit it on did. this subject. No, absolutely. I'm just going to. I'm just going to raise up your microphone just a fraction. All right. Uh, is, is that better now? Well, <laughs> I, it's probably marginal, to, and nobody's going to notice. But it's just it's that technician in me that just uh, suddenly went. Oh, that should be a bit higher. Um, yes. So here's the thing: there are groups and societies everywhere. Of course, people get together whether they're uh, watching films. Um, or running trains round tracks, playing bridge, um, gardening, gardening, all sorts of different things. And there seems to be a general complaint from particularly the perhaps the elderly groups by perhaps the organisers that those groups are getting smaller and smaller because as you get older, there is one thing that happens to you that is not replaceable uh, or escape from, and that is that you do die. And people are generally dying off or losing interest because they're unable to do the things that they once could. Yeah. So, so for example, gardening. Yes. There may be a, a group of gardeners who are of a certain age and their numbers are diminishing. And the problem that we were uh, answering or debating or talking about was simply that why are not young people coming into those groups? And yet young people do want to get and do those things, but they might be doing it in their age group. Yes. Rather than joining an established, but older, perhaps more sedate and traditional group. Yes, yes. Traditional, I think, is quite a good word to describe yeah. Describe it there, yeah. So, yeah. so that, to me, says it must have something to do with the values that those groups have got and it seems that perhaps in the past the the difference between young people and old people were not as 
as huge as they are now. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we've discussed many things throughout the evening about the differences. I hate saying differences between the younger and the older, mm. but there are vast differences. Yes. I'll speak for a younger generation as I am 36, so I'm still fairly young. Yes, and I'm only 26, so... He's even younger, of course. <laughs> and, yes, we are always on our phone. Right. We do tend to try and get things done as quick as possible, but we also have time constraints. And I'm not saying that your gen I say your generation, but... Well, I'll play the elderly yeah. generation. I don't mind. I'll grow a few wrinkles. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that your generation then does not have time constraints either. Yes, it does. <laughs> saying that. Well, our time constraints is that we might die. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm joking. Yeah, well, uh, my my thing is younger generations are generally working. Yes. Older generations, let's say retirement age and above, the key word there, retired. Yes. So they perhaps have more time to dedicate to gardening is probably a good example of this. They can dedicate to gardening the local area. Yeah. Spending that time every day beautifying the local neighbourhood. Yes. Whereas the the younger generation probably only have that time at the weekends and it might be only an hour or two here, but they don't feel they can get involved. No. Um, and, and and I think that's un- completely understood. Mm. I, I think w- where we have this this sort of problem is that uh, a lot of a lot of the again I say the organisers because I think sometimes the members of the groups don't necessarily want perhaps the older groups don't necessarily want too many youngsters because they perceive that the youngsters will be going a too fast for them, wanting to change too many things, go against the tradition yeah. of the club. Um, noisy, uh, noisy, but also make them feel inferior because they are so much more younger. And yet, yeah. the organisers, I think, are thinking we need to replenish the numbers. We've got to get more people in. Yeah, um, the club will die, whatever that club may be, um, if we don't get young people in. And, and there's always this: we've got to get the next generation coming in. And but I, so I think that you, I agree with you, all those differences that you've described. And whereas the old people are, they have more time, they're doing things slower, they don't want, they don't need to rush, they haven't got the same time constraints, etc., etc. But they, uh, the difference between the generations, this is my thing, is I think that if you go back a hundred years, the difference between the age generations, yes, you've got the physical years, but the outlook was pretty much similar. You know, you did what your father did and the, his father before him work-wise, that, that things in the world hadn't progressed quite as rapidly as they did now. And whereas in 10 years now, you look at things like mobile phones, you know, in 10 years we've gone from phones that weren't smart that couldn't do the internet, that now do the internet, and, and it's a computer in your pocket. And there are generations of people who, that's a blink in an eye to them, that that's come about, because they're still trying to get Windows 98 working, you know, yeah. uh, because the, you know they, they're sort of still trying to get their head around the digital society and all of that, whereas youngsters who were born into it are going, oh, come on, granddad. And I think youngsters are 
more impatient because yeah. they're used to being impatient. They're used to being just being able to get things done. Microwave society. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm, I remember getting frustrated with my father, and this is an example that everybody uses, but programming the VCR, yeah. the old uh, tape video thing. Um, and that was simple compared to trying to get people to operate. Well, it's easier now with things like tablets because I remember my mum was trying to get her laptop. She said, I'm, I want to be up with everybody. I want to have a laptop and do all this digital stuff. And she bought a laptop, but Windows was so complicated. And, uh -huh. I, and I said, yeah, it would be great if they came out with Windows OAP, which would be big symbols that you press. Yeah. And lo and behold, that's what apps are. Yeah. To me, that is Windows OAP. It's, uh -huh. it's for the harder thinking. Yeah. It's very simple. Simple. You just press these apps and bang. You know, you don't have to go start program, yeah. open up the program, then go file, look to see how it opens, input. You know, these apps are just, as we know, are written to do these very simple structured things but very well yes. and, and very and then you go oh okay i want to do this with my photo well i'll use that app because that's an app that'll make it look old-fashioned or film-like or whatever it is um and so that's that's become easier for older people but even that is still a slow process because their yeah. their brains are slower yeah and they're slowing down i mean i've just thought of another example of something that we didn't discuss while we were discussing this, but came up later about cookery books. Yes. Uh, you've said you've got a couple of cookery books in your kitchen. I do. And I said, I've got hundreds at home and I never open them because if I want a recipe, I just pull my phone out and tap it in. Yes. And it's uh, and again, I think it it is that generational difference. Yeah. So that being said, it's almost why should these different groups try to intermingle why force them and that seems to be the thing that people are saying is we've yeah. got to get more young people into group this group or it's a young group we should get more older people into that yeah and i'm my argument is why why yeah. bother because that each group has their own focus their own speed their own way of doing things and yeah the older group's more likely to die out and come to an, a natural end yeah but that happens in life, you know, yeah. life comes to an end. But then... Presumably can, people are still getting old all the time. And people are still getting old, but if the hobbies that the old people are currently interested in are not appealing to the younger generations, are they going to appeal as they get older? Or are those hobbies just going to fizzle out? Well, let's let's take your gardening thing. Yeah. And... There you have a group, let's say, of 65 to 95. Yeah. Which is a 30-year gap, which actually, you know, probably the mental attitudes of those people don't change terribly much in those 30 years, whereas somebody who's 26 to 36 probably has huge differences of change. Yeah. But anyway, so you've got this group of, of 65 to, to 95s, and let's just say life works out that everybody dies at 95 for the sake of this uh -huh. argument. So as people reach 95, for whatever reason, they either die or Alzheimer's gets at them or they can't physically get out into the garden or whatever. They just keep dropping off yep. and fall out the club. But presumably there's somebody who's 64 and as that 95 dies off, there's a 64 ready to come in and be 
65 oh i can join this club so what i'm saying is there's people who are right on the edge yeah you know you don't need to go and find the 36 the young person at 36 to join the over 65 you can you can catch those who are almost 65 and go hey when you're 65 you can join this special society and go and dig up weeds (laughs) well when you're 95, you can smoke them. <laughs> Let's bring it on to allotments then. Now, okay. allotments has a bit of a reputation for being a older generation thing, which these days is not true. Okay. But you go onto an allotment, um, there is, the ones I've been on anyway, there is generally, an, it is more a higher demographic of older generation people. Right. And I have heard stories of some people actually being put off because they've either had some... When they've gone to their allotment, they've had this older bloke just leaning over a fence, staring at them the whole time. Now, this might be just the one person on that entire site. Right. But it's put that person, that other person, off so much, they've had to give up their plot. Right. And if that carries on happening... But you could say the reverse is that you get a young person coming in and plays their ghetto blaster with music that the absolutely. older people don't want to hear. And I totally agree with that as well. It's yeah. it, it's a case of on both sides being... working with each other, I, I guess. And I guess you come to that thing about hierarchies. Yes. That if you've got an old... Pr- pr- primarily that's older people who run it yeah and the younger person comes in who's dynamic and he's quick and he's able to do stuff and think fast and use the digital world to the advantage but that hierarchy of the stuck in the mud the traditional ways Uh may not want to change yes and you can say well why should they they've reached a certain age where they may not want to have that hassle no well experience may tell them that change doesn't work well, uh, yes, that tr- that's true. Yeah. Um, and yet the younger person may, of course, come in with a whole load of ideas which could be really good. Yes. Um, b- 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 so, I've, <laughs> so what I'm saying is sometimes maybe it isn't that mixing these up isn't always a good idea. No. I mean, I'm... bringing people in who are nearly in the age group. Yeah. Or, pro- you know, in a sort of uh, buffer zone. Yeah. Um, but... It's like Radio 4 is another one. Radio 4 const- is, Radio Four is for those people who are supposedly 55 plus. Um, although, of course, there's, you know, it, it's not exclusive. <laughs> you can be 12 and listen to it. Yeah. Uh, but generally it is. But when you hear them talk uh, about stuff in things like Feedback, which is a program on Radio 4, uh-huh. which does, as the name says, give feedback... And it talks to controllers and people who are trying to sort of keep the, you know, control the channel and the stations. Um, and they're always talking about, oh, well, we've got to get the youth. We've got to get the youth in. And I think, why? Because mm. I'm in that over 55s. Oh, sorry, 20, 26, I said. Didn't I? I'm in that certain bracket where I feel, OK, I'm a radio. I mean, I've been listening to radio for since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, it's just intelligent speech, mostly, apart from the bias because uh, it's the BBC, but let's not worry about that too much. Um, and on the whole, it is just people being educated. You haven't got all these jingles. You don't have all this sort of loud um, things where people are talking down to you all the yeah. time in 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 their musical idents and things and station idents. And they tend not to talk with the the last part of the sentence going up. 
so it's always a question. Yeah. They do <laughs> tend to talk nicely, generally. You mean like this? And clearly, yes, a bit <laughs> like me. Um, and so I feel very at home listening to Radio 4. Uh, and then they say, but we, you know, we should be trying to get the encouraged younger people. And so they, they do this, and then they have these younger po people's programmes, and often it's comic, comedy, and you just think that's not very funny. I don't, well, mm -hmm. I don't find it funny. Um, or it seems to be dumbed down. The intelligence that mm. they had seems to be dumbed down for a, for a pres presumed audience who cannot have the same intelligence. And I think that's actually wrong. I think the intelligence can go mm. across once you've reached a certain maturity and that age could be anything that goes with you for the rest of your life until you start losing brain cells. Yeah. However, you've always told me that always presents something as if there's somebody who has never heard what you're saying before. That's true. And I think, and that's very much um, true that if you're bringing a subject and you've got a wide reach of audience, you've got to imagine that there's the eight year old and the 80 year old and you're trying to tell them the same. Yeah. You can lead the eight year old to a certain point but then they might start to not understand but you've given them enough yeah Th then the 80 year old might be able to hold more of that because they have worldly experience and that's that's great but the eight-year-old should then feel oh i have been given enough i haven't it's not right from the start i know nothing about this you've given them enough to go oh okay this is a bit more complicated and now they're talking perhaps in more depth you're not you shouldn't you shouldn't be dumbing everything down so that you know, you're only talking to an eight-year-old because what about the the thirty-year-old? Yeah, the twelve-year-old. You know, it's. But you're, you you've got to try and, particularly in radio, you don't know who's listening and what age. And unless yeah. you, it's different in a podcast because you're more niche-based and you can say, we're talking about allotments. So I assume when I say a spade or a fork, you know what that is, or uh, what's that warming thing you put the seeds in. A uh, heated propagator. There we go. When you use a complicated term like that, people in the allotment world would know what that yeah. is, certain simple things. There may be things like the, um, what was the, the, the no-dig process. Yeah. That might be a concept that perhaps people in allotment don't understand. Yes. And then you would bring that in and you would describe what it is. But I think in a, in a set niche, you can talk within the jargon yeah. a, a lot more freely and not feel you have to completely explain yourself but when you're talking to a mass audience you can't that's why on radio for all the time any time they use an abbreviation somebody is going and telling exactly what that you know yes apart from the bbc will not go oh british broadcasting corporation i mean there's some that's so <laughs> well known obviously but but they're always doing that and i think that's very good because there'll be somebody coming to that for the very first time and not know what the acronym means yes and and you don't feel offended because they've said that because you know that there be some people. But if they do it every time you use the acronym that they've already yeah. explained, you would go, yeah, yeah, okay, I've got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never. I've, you say that I've heard them do that now, and I it just twigged on me that yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, interesting. And uh, <laughs> I mean that you know I think that's um, I think when it, when you're presenting anything, you're always aware. Or trying to be as much as you can what is the audience hearing and yeah. what will they understand and do I have to make certain things clear and sometimes you 
you know, I do it. And sometimes I think, yeah, OK, I went, uh, I've, I've ex over explained that because most people will know what it is I'm talking about. Uh, the sky is blue. Oh, you know, the sky, that thing in the air above us. You don't yeah. need to say that because <laughs> people know what sky is, obviously. But um, we got onto Radio 4. Oh, yeah, because of the age thing. Yeah. And I just think if you want young people to listen to intelligent speech that Radio 4 brands itself as, that's their thing, yeah. it is yeah. intelligent speech, then make a radio station for them. Yes. Why? Why have you got to change your... So going back to groups and clubs, why change that group and club to uh, pander to the far younger ones when you can say, this is what we do, this is the speed we do it, uh -huh. these are the traditions and values we hold, and if you don't want to be part of it, that's great. But there must be people who are just of that below the age who are coming in who are also slowing down. But then why are these clubs that are of that standard getting smaller and smaller i don't know they why would they because there's plenty of people in the world it's, it's just it seems that people are always saying this is our pool we've got yeah. to go over to that pool over there and take some of the minnows and put them in our pool yeah and, and the intermediate age is the pool. forgotten it, yeah, yeah it seems yeah. to be the one they should be should yeah. be a natural flow from the lit from the minnows, minnows. into the Whatever the older big fish are. <laughs> From the little fish to the big fish. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, but yeah, so there we are. Uh, if you have any thoughts on that or want to chip in, we'd love to hear from you. Of course, we've waffled a lot about this uh, particular subject. I've waffled a lot about it with various people, and it's something that we've never found an answer for. Um, but I think you've hit on something that I've never quite looked at today about... Not trying to change them, but thinking about the bit in between. And I'm sure that those, the bit in between, the ones that are just slightly younger, will come in with views and ideas that are not too radical. radical yeah. Because they may not want to have the, the completely young version of do it and the speed and everything else, but they may have got a, a bit of that that they're bringing in, but they also have some of the older values and so it's, you know, as they come along this conveyor belt of life, they're bringing a little bit of the younger things, but they also have within them the, the idea that we might do it slower, we might be a bit more traditional or whatever. Yeah. They're not going to come in and completely shake up the thing. And, and you would think that's happening all the time. Yeah. Because otherwise... So I don't... But to answer the big question, which does seem to be a big question, is why are some societies feeling that nobody's interested in that mm. in it. whether it you know it's trains going around a track nobody wants to be into trains um and it may be the way it's sold or the uh -huh. perception it's yeah you know and the audience they're looking to, they're just maybe looking at the wrong audience yes i mean um the fear of course if a, a club gets too small it can't afford to rent out the halls and stuff so therefore there's still a small group of people that want to be in part of that club yes but they don't have anywhere they can use because they can't afford it. Yes, but that, yes, yeah. and, and I get that. And but it's why, why the the tiny, you know, why the sixty four year olds are not yeah. being targeted to become into the yeah. the over sixty five club. Yes, and I, I'm using that in a you know metaphorical. Well, I don't know. But I think you've hit on a good point there. It's 
We generally get, oh, we target the kids, I mean, school yeah. kids, or we target the retired. And those in between, I'm not saying they all get left out, but they're not really targeted. Well, I mean, you can you can look at the, the, the in-between people, I suppose, in a way that that life goes in. You, you go to school, you're busy with school and yeah. stuff. You leave school. You've got a bit. You know. You've got your first job. You've got a bit of time. You're reckless. You're interested in things. You're drinking. You're socialising and all. Sounds the rest like of my it. childhood. Then, uh, <laughs> then you find someone. You settle down, and you're looking. You're saving up for a house. Yeah. These days, perhaps buying a house takes a lot longer than it ever used to because of the cost of living. You perhaps are living at home with your mum and dad, but and but you're still got a significant partner that you want to see yeah. and and all of that then you may be starting a family and you, you or you've got that huge mortgage that you ha now have to service and you means you have no time to do anything else other than work yeah or you're too exhausted when you finish work to go or think you're too exhausted or what or maybe you are and then you get to your i guess 40s to 50s to 60s you know that 20 year middle period where perhaps you're a little bit the kids have grown up and are, and are either teenagers and doing their own thing don't need quite so much attention other than a little bit of money because they oh, and need a taxi service because that's what they do when they get into their teens up until you know they're self-sufficient um and then you know you've got time when you suddenly look at your partner and go oh yeah i remember you weren't we in love at one time we should have a bit of me time Suddenly it's, you know, you've got time for them because you've been dealing with kids and life and all of that. And then you go, you look at your partner as you get to, your, say, your 50s or something and think, yeah, we've had a lot of that time. I've, you've been in my face rather a lot, actually. I'm now going to go and do more fishing yeah. where I'm sitting on the bank just to get away from you. Doesn't mean that I don't love you. It's just I want to do my own thing. And your partner's saying, well, I don't want to do, you know, cook your own dinner, mate. I'm <laughs> off doing the whatever it is. Um, the ladies football or whatever yeah and then you get that point where you're jogging along with each other perhaps you've paid off the mortgage or nearly paid off the mortgage or you're a little bit more secure perhaps some investments you've made have started to fruition or whatever or you you've downsized or your pressures of life are a bit over and the kids have gone and everything and then then you're into that joining things because what are you going to do with your life other yeah. than watch youtube and the bald explorer and the veg grow podcast yeah. you know obviously you know i can't have can't have too many people watching my shows i mean 50 million is enough for gonna say <laughs> and you see, I say the more the merrier <laughs> so you need to they need to, they need to do something and i think that's that's the that's the group that are doing it but there should be so if that's that's the life cycle more or less, give or take, in broad strokes. That's a flow, isn't it? Yeah. So why are those people in their in their mid to late fifties not being enticed to go and play trains or Ooh. get into the allotment or or go fishing or whatever that group or society yeah. is? Yeah, I don't know because they're there. They're definitely they're there. definitely there, but perhaps they're just not marketable. Yeah, don't know. Maybe you know if you are listening. If you're still listening. Maybe you know the answer. Um, be interesting to know. Mm. Well, we've been waffling. Sorry, we've been nattering uh, uh, quite a bit on the natter pod. Do let us know if you like these natter pods and would like more of them. But I feel that we should draw it to a close. We've probably yep. been waffling for about 
40 minutes, no doubt. Something like that. I have no idea. A I... drop in the ocean compared to our normal natters. It is. Uh, but uh, do let us know. You can um, email if you're listening um, on a thing. You can email me at richard at vobes.com. Uh, don't forget to tune into the Bald Explorer. To find that, go to baldexplorer.com or look out on the YouTube channel. Richard Suggett, of course, has his own podcasts and stuff. You can email me at richard at the uk, or find my podcasts at the uk. So there we are. Lots of self-promotion going on. And why not? And by the way, we do need more viewers and listeners. So <laughs> make sure because, you know, we, we, we should be we should be targeting the young, shouldn't we? Get the very Ooh, young. I yeah. think you should target five-year-olds to get them in the garden with buckets and spades, digging up worms. Yeah, I've tried that. No, oh, have you? <laughs> you got put in jail for it. Hey-ho. <laughs> they did it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they did it all wrong. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again. No, we won't. You'll, we'll hear, speak, to you again. speak to you again. Thank you, English Correction Society. Uh, until the next time, from both of us, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>